Hello, our listening friends. We are glad you tuned in tonight. مرحبا بكم أيها الأصدقاء وقد عدتم للاستماع إلينا مرة أخرى في هذا المساء. It is always a delight for us to know that you are out there listening to these messages. لا شك أنه يبهج قلوبنا أن نشعر أنكم تصغون إلينا. And we look forward to hearing from you on a regular basis. ويسعدنا كثيرا أن نسمع أخباركم. And we have been studying throughout this time from the life of David. A portrait of a champion. And we're getting very close toward the end. I believe we have two more to go yet. That's after this one. David has come to a true repentance. Do you remember that? And uh, once again, he is walking in the path that God has chosen for him. But we said that he is also paying mightily as a consequence of his sins. David, the champion, does not try to hide from his sins when he finally faces the truth. Like a champion, he accepts his responsibility and is rewarded with God's forgiveness. Some people have the wrong understanding of forgiveness. That is because they have the wrong understanding of God. I'm going to give you two images of God in people's minds of both are wrong. Some people think that God is a sweet old man sitting up in heaven thinking that everything you do is just fine. Then there's another image of God among some people. And it is this, that God is a very stern and angry man. And he has a sword in his hand. And he's ready to get you every time you do the wrong thing. Both are wrong images of God. Let me explain. Forgiveness has nothing to do with the quality of the love of God for us. The quality of God's love does not change. Our sin and God's forgiveness has nothing to do with the quantity of God's love for us. 
inne hatayana ve gufran Allahi lana la ilaqata lahuma bi miqdari mahabbatillahi lana the quality of god's love never changes fa inna naw'iyat mahabbatillahi lana la tatagayyar but by the same token ala nafsin namudhij forgiveness does not stop the fact that sin is sin fa inna al-ghufran la yuqifu al-haqiqa wa hiya anna al-khatiya khatiya and righteousness is righteousness wa anna al-birr birr and the twain can never meet or mix wa anna al-ithnayn la yumkin an yaltaqiya wa la yumkin an yamtazija forgiveness does not alter the fact that sin is a transgression of the righteousness of God. إن الغفران لا يغير من حقيقة كون الخطية تعد على بر الله. Forgiveness does not alter the fact that sin and righteousness are opposed to each other. إن الغفران لا يغير من حقيقة أن الخطية والبر شيئان متضادان كل منهما ضد الآخر. I know that this concept is not understood very well. Today, so many people try to lower the standard of righteousness. They want to laugh at sin. And they want to blur righteousness and sin together. It is not so with God. If it were the case, then Jesus bled and died in vain. If righteousness can be mixed up with sin, then Jesus would have left the splendor of heaven and died for nothing. لو أن البر والخطية كانا يمتزجان معا لكان ترك يسوع لأمجاد السماء وموته بلا معنى But the truth is this. لكن الحقيقة هي هذه On the cross على الصليب Jesus made a bridge from our condition of sin into his righteousness أقام يسوع القنطرة التي نعبر عليها من حالتنا في الخطيئة if God judges us on the basis of lowering his standards of righteousness and winking at sin, then God's holiness and justice and mercy will come crashing down. Of course, God forgives us when we repent. But not at the expense of his justice. God pardons us when we turn to him. But, but he cannot condone our light-heartedness towards sin. Of course God redeems us. But he cannot condone our shifting of blame. And this is a problem that some parents face. 
They tend to forgive their children easily and quickly. They tend to forgive their children lightheartedly. They tend to forgive without proper conviction of the wrong. إنهم يميلون إلى الغفران دون تبكيت صحيح على الخطأ. Some of us parents tend to quickly absolve our children of blame. وبعضنا كآباء نحاول بسرعة ونميل إلى أن نغفر لأولادنا وأن نعفيهم من اللوم. We think that when we do that we are helping them grow up guilt-free. ونظن أننا عندما نفعل ذلك فإننا نساعدهم على أن ينشأوا دون إحساس بالذنب. Of course, we must always guard against false guilt. بالطبع ينبغي أننا نحترس كلنا من الذنب المزيف. But true and proper guilt over sin leads to the true and genuine repentance. ولكن الإحساس الحقيقي والصحيح بالذنب لفعل الخطية يقودنا إلى التوبة الصادقة والحقيقية. Parents, I want you to listen to me very carefully. I want to speak to you as a father. You must take time to let your child understand the wrong that he or she has committed. And why you are forgiving them. You must take time to explain to them that although you are forgiving them, you still have to discipline them. ينبغي أن تعطوا الوقت لأولادكم لكي تشرحوا لهم أنكم بالرغم من غفرانكم لهم إلا أن التأديب المناسب الذي تقدمون عليه ضروري بالنسبة لهم. You must take time to tell them that discipline is the very heart of love. ينبغي أن تفهموا أولادكم أن التأديب هو عين الحب الصحيح. You must take time to tell them that you discipline them precisely because of your love for them. ينبغي أن تقضوا بعض الوقت معهم لكي تقنعوهم أن التأديب هو بالضبط ما ينبغي أن يحدث لأنكم تحبونهم. On the other hand, discipline without explanation is as bad as winking at their sin. ومن ناحية أخرى فإن التأديب بدون تفسير سيء تماما كالتغاضي عن الخطية. We all need to take responsibility for our actions. إننا جميعا نحتاج أن نتحمل مسؤولية أعمالنا. I came across something uh, the other day that illustrates how many of us love to shift the blame. قرأت شيئا منذ فترة يبين لنا كيف أننا جميعا نحاول أن نهرب من مواجهة اللوم. It begins with the college professor and ends with the mother. أن ما قرأته يبدأ بأستاذ الجامعة وينتهي بالأم. First we listen to the college professor. فلنسمع لأستاذ الجامعة في البداية ماذا يقول. Here's what he said about a specific student. هذا ما قاله الأستاذ عن واحد من التلاميذ. He said such rawness in a student is a shame. قال إن مثل هذا الجهل في هذا الطالب شيء فاضح. But the high school preparation is to be blamed. لكن اللوم يقع على ضعف إعداد المدرسة السنوية. Well, what do you think the high school principal would take the blame? 
No. Listen to what he says. It is plain to see the boy as a perfect fool. But the fault lies strictly with the grammar school. But do you think the grammar school teacher takes the blame? Of course not. Here's what he said. I would that from such dolts I might be spared. They send them to me so unprepared. So would the kindergarten teacher take a blame? No. That's what he said. Never such a lack of training did I see. What sort of a person could that mother be? Then at last the mother speaks. Do you think she's going to take the blame? Not at all. Listen to what she said. You stupid child. But then you are not to blame. <laughs> it's your father's parents. I know they all the same. Nobody wants to take the blame. In Second Samuel chapter 12, we see that God forgives David's sins. And immediately in the next chapter, chapter 13, David begins to recognize the consequences of his sins. In 2 Samuel chapter 12 verses 13 and 14, David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. Nathan replied to David and said, the Lord has forgiven you. You will not die. But because of what you have done and gave the enemies of the Lord the opportunity to blaspheme, the child that is born must surely die. I want you to listen very carefully, please. I don't want you to misunderstand me today. Don't think that because God is a forgiving God, that it means that he is not a just God. Don't think that because God forgives us our sins that it means that he stopped being offended and abhorred by sin. Don't think that because God is a forgiving God it means that you will not harvest the bitter fruit of your sin. 
إله غافر هذا لا يعني أننا لن نحصد الثمار المرة لخطايانا The parent who has forgiven his child when he disobeyed and burned himself with the matches إن الأب الذي غفر لابنه عندما عصاه الابن وأحرق نفسه بعواد الكبريت He cannot take away or hide the scars لا يستطيع أن يزيل آثار الحروق ولا آثار الجروح The scars will always be there as a reminder of the fruit of their disobedience ستبقى آثار الحروق هذه دائما كتذكرة للابن كثمرة لعصيانه David now must reap what he had sown والآن كان لابد أن داود يحصد ما زرعه David arranged for Uriah to be slain by the sword لأن داود دبر أن يقتل أورية بالسيف Now the sword will not depart from his house فالآن لا يفارق السيف بيته إلى الأبد David committed adultery with Bathsheba ارتكب داود خطية الزنا مع بثشبع Now his wives will betray him فلا بد أن زوجاته تخونه Listen to what Jesus said in Matthew 7 2 اسمع ماذا قال الرب يسوع في إنجيل متى على صاح السابع العدد الثاني For with the judgment you pronounce you will be judged لأنكم بالدينونة التي بها تدينون تدانون And the measure you give will be the measure you get. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 9.6 He who sows sparingly shall reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully shall reap bountifully. The harvest is going to be answerable to the seed. And the reward is answerable to the work. What do I mean by this? That if you sow cotton, you're going to reap cotton. If you sow corn, you'll reap corn. By the same token, if you sow love, you'll receive love. Therefore, sow what you want to reap. Even more than that, your crop will be greater or smaller depending on the quantity of your sowing. Your reward will be more or less according to the quantity of the work. First Corinthians chapter 3 verse 8. Paul said every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. Please listen very very carefully. What I'm going to tell you is very important. Before you turned your life over to Jesus Christ before you received Jesus into your life everything in your life was a series of rebellion and 
الإنسان. كل شيء في حياتك كان سلسلة من العصيان والتمرد والخطيئة. But after your heart has been regenerated. لكن بعد أن تجدد قلبك. After your mind has been enlightened by the power of the Holy Spirit of God. بعد أن استنار عقلك بقوة الروح القدس. After your relationship with the Lord has been established. بعد أن بدأت علاقتك مع الرب يسوع. You become accountable to biblical standards. فإنك سوف تكون مسؤولا وتحاسب طبقا للمستويات الكتابية. You become accountable to God's standards. ستحاسب طبقا للمستويات الإلهية. You become accountable for your conduct. سوف تكون محاسبا عن سلوكك. If a vagrant lives like a vagrant. إذا حدث أن متشردا عاش كمتشرد behaves like a vagrant وسلك كمتشرد and smells like a vagrant وكانت رائحته كرائحة متشرد you probably won't give him a second glance لا يمكن أنك تلقي عليه نظرة ثانية but after he has been adopted by the royal family لكن بعد أن تتبناه عائلة ملكية bathed and cleaned and dressed and announced as a prince ويغتسل وينظف ويرتدي ملابس الأمير ويعلن أنه أمير He must learn to behave like a prince ينبغي أن يتعلم كيف يسلك كأمير He must learn to walk like a prince ينبغي أن يتعلم كيف يمشي كأمير He must learn to smell like a prince ينبغي أن يتعلم كيف تكون رائحته كرائحة أمير You and I must always face up to the consequences of our sins عليك أنت وعلي أنا أننا نواجه تماما نتائج خطايانا. Because how we repent of our sins is of utmost importance for our proper restoration with God. لأن كيفية توبتنا عن خطايانا هو أمر على جانب كبير من الأهمية لتجديدنا ولإنعاشنا الصحيح بواسطة الرب يسوع. Why? لماذا؟ Because we are no longer spiritual vagrants. لأننا لم نعد بعد متشردين روحيا. But we are spiritual princes and princesses. بل إننا أمراء وأميرات من الناحية الروحية. We must live up to the standards of our Father the King. وينبغي أن نعيش طبقا لمستويات أبينا الملك. We must live up to the standards of our new home. وينبغي أننا نعيش طبقا لمستويات بيتنا الجديد which is the royal palace of the king of kings الذي هو القصر الملكي لملك الملوك ورب الأرباب we must focus all of our energy on pleasing our royal father who adopted us ينبغي أننا نركز كل اهتماماتنا وكل طاقتنا لكي نسر أبانا الملكي الذي تبنانا we must live up to the standards of our royal father who adopted us. وينبغي أننا نعيش طبقا لمستويات أبينا الملك الذي تبنانا. Adam and Eve were not really blaming each other. آدم وحواء في الحقيقة لم يكن واحد منهما يلوم الآخر. Adam complained that if God had not given him Eve, he would not be in such a mess. إن شكوى آدم كانت أنه لو لم يعطيه الله حواء لما كان آدم في هذه الورطة. Instead of asking for forgiveness, he blamed God. بدلا من أن يسأل طالبا الغفران وجه اللوم لله. What did Eve say? ماذا قالت حواء؟ Did she ask for forgiveness? هل طلبت الغفران؟ No. لا. She blamed God too. إنها وجهت اللوم لله أيضا. She said, "You're the one who created the serpent in the garden." قالت له إنك أنت الشخص الذي خلقت الحية في الجنة. There are some powerful things in our lives that happen totally out of our control. 
هناك أشياء قوية تحدث في حياتنا خارجة عن نطاق قدرتنا وإمكانياتنا. They do not happen as a consequence for our sin. إن مثل هذه الأشياء لا تحدث كنتائج لخطايانا. But this is a different matter. لكن هذا أمر يختلف تماما. I am talking specifically about the fruit of our sin. إننا نتحدث بصفة خاصة ومحددة عن نتائج خطايانا. The fact that we live in the age of grace does not minimize our sin. حقيقة كوننا نعيش في عصر النعمة هذا لا ينبغي أن يدفعنا إلى الاستخفاف بالخطية. But because we live in the age of grace, لكن لأننا نعيش في عصر النعمة, God gives us power to overcome sin. فإن الله يعطينا القوة التي بها نستطيع أن نقهر الخطية. We're going to pray tonight that God will give you His grace. ونحن نصلي في هذا المساء أن الله يعطيك هذه النعمة. Not only that you will acknowledge your sin, but to ask for His forgiveness. ليس فقط لكي تعترف بخطاياك، لكن أيضا لكي تطلب الغفران. And turning away from your sin by the power of God's Holy Spirit. وتتجه بعيدا عن خطاياك بقوة الروح القدس. Our Heavenly Father, we pray for everyone who's listening to us right now. We pray your blessing upon them. Send them the power of your Holy Spirit that they may acknowledge their sin and turn to you and ask for forgiveness. That they may receive your grace and walk in the power of your Holy Spirit. We pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. حاجتي دوما إليك راحتي في راحتيك كل أمري في يديك حبيبي يا يسوع حاجتي دوما إليك راحتي في راحتيك كل أمري في يديك حبيبي يا يسوع حبيبي يا يسوع طبيبي يا يسوع نصيبي يا يسوع وحدك الأردن حبك ربي كثير والدم الجاري غزير صفحك عني كبير حبيبي يا يسوع حبك ربي كثير والدم الجاري غزير صفحك عني كبير حبيبي يا يسوع حبيبي يا يسوع طبيبي يا يسوع نصيبي يا يسوع وحدك لست أحتاج سواك قلت لي في 
ذاك أنت تملأ فتاك حبيبي يا يسوع